never know What's worth it to watch when you give my attention Well, fixing that problem, that's our intention Baby, I shrunk the darling, I shrunk the honey, I shrunk the Hey, all you binge heads out here. Welcome back to Honey, I Shrunk the Binge, the only podcast that tells you whether you should binge watch a show based on the first and last episodes. I'm coming to you alive here from Houston, Texas, home of the H. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. What other things do we know about Houston, Ned? Uh, there's a giant H living here. The H is a very angry H. He's, he's uh, ornery. He he's has a friend upset. named Hedwig. Hedwig and the angry H. Uh-oh. Uh, mm, this Uh-oh. guy's Guys, a few of them. <laughs> my name is Cody Dale Edgar, and I'm coming to you here uh, from Houston, Texas. We're back in town. It's the holidays, and... Ooh. I gotta introduce my co-host first. Um, he's tried. He's true. He's trusty. I've done it all. His name's Ned Gale. Ned, What's up? Hi, Ned. How are you? Doing good. Just uh, celebrated a fantastic Christmas oh, and holiday. a nice Krimbus. Uh, now, Ned, uh, what was your favorite Krimbus gift you received? Favorite gift I got, um, I got some knee socks. They're socks for my knees. Don't go down to my feet, though. It's kind of upsetting. I need feet socks for those. Oh, I think that might just be like a headband you put on your knees. boy. I need some directions. <laughs> oh, no. Ned, uh, speaking of directions, uh, I am off right now of school as mm-hmm, in my mm-hmm. job as a director of Young Minds. Ah, uh, director. The fancy word for direction giver. <laughs> yeah, for a direction giver. And Ned, you know, we are just uh, lapping it up. We had a couple of uh, outside skin shows while mm-hmm, we were here. Mm-hmm. We had a good time doing A couple those. of one. <laughs> a couple. Oh, we had one. That's true. I had a different show. That's right. Um, but it's good to be back and back in the saddle. And hopefully you guys are all, you know, these are going to come out sometime in January, February. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully you guys had a good holiday day two back in there. And hopefully you've forgotten about it by now so we could remind you of it. Yeah. Uh, remember when you felt good, jackass? Nice try. Nice try. It's time to feel bad again, asshole. Jacqueline A. Ass. It's January, you fuck. Um, listen, Ned, before we go any further, uh, Ned, can I talk to you for a second? Yeah, what's up, man? Wait, keep it down. Yeah, one second. Ned, okay, what's up? Ned, somebody else is in here. No way, what? Yeah, someone else is in the room, bud. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, did you say a room, bud? Room, bud. <laughs> Are you talking about that thing that cleans your room oh. and then also it also, your nuts? It also is your best friend. And it also is your best with a guy, pal. Uh, oh, wait, oh, that's, not, that's no room, bud. That's no room, bud. That's a creep, bud. <laughs> that's my roommate. Oh, my gosh. Ned, <laughs> Ned. In the room with us today is one of our best buddies, your roommate, uh, a comedian, a teacher, an improviser, and uh, one of the founding members of the group Micro Satan, uh, one of Houston's um, premier comedy collectives. It's Mr. Billy Trim. Billy! Hello! I gotta admit, I apologize if that giggle there kind of cut in no. to oh, your introduction. We'll I, was just, I was listening to y'all riff at the beginning, hey, and when I heard y'all, like, I felt a feeling I haven't felt since I kissed Gracie Mandeldorf in ninth grade. Whoa! You kissed Gracie Mandeldorf? I see Gracie Mandeldorf across the hall. That's the same feeling I get hearing y'all do that intro. And then Gracie Mandeldorf turns at me and blows me the sweetest kiss. What? What? Okay, wait. Is this serious? Did she actually blow you a kiss? The sweetest. And how sweet? (laughs) Oh, yeah. The sweetest when it lands. We're talking strong. I'm just saying, I couldn't help but giggle. I hear y'all riffing. I want to riff so hard. Fucking Stacy Mandel. Was it the sweetest when she let when it left her mouth? Because there's got to be like some sweetness removed from it once it gets blown through the air. Yeah, it's going through all the sticky high school uh, or middle school. I don't know. Well, hey, you're a teacher. Teach us math. Oh shit! Plus, it was sent. (laughs) (laughs) Plus, she sent it with a wink. Okay. Whoa. Whoa. She sent it with a wink. 
What was her name? Stacy or Tracy? Gracie. 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 It took you a second. No, because I just I get so excited thinking about her. My brain just short circuits. Are you Facebook friends with her to this day? We're still MySpace friends. MySpacey. Ooh. That's what you should call her. MySpacey. I feel that would be disrespectful. Oh, because like MySpace is mostly Spacey. dead, and Gracie is very much well alive. She was not bought by Justin Timberlake. I don't know if he still owns MySpace. I don't know anymore. I'm just. I guess the name Mandeldorf keeps ringing around in my head. What kind of a name is Mandeldorf? I think Mandible Dork. <laughs> Mandible Dork. Well, no, like she, her family came from a long lineage of goblins. Ooh, and ghouls. Oh. Any ghouls? No ghouls. He said girls. You. Dick. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm just horny for ghosts. <laughs> I'm just saying, if y'all want to blow me a kiss, we can do this episode. Well, we're not going to blow you a kiss. I almost boy, did. We have an episode. <laughs> we do have an episode. Um, oh boy, we should say um, because Ned, our show does not have a tagline, but it has a line that is repeated across episodes, which mm. is oh, oh boy. boy, Billy. We've brought on today to tackle the world. Now, Billy. I don't want to. I don't want to out you here, but you're a bit of a uh, you're a bit of a nerdy boy like me and Ned over yeah, here. Yeah, I call you a mandel dork. Yeah, you're, yeah. A, little, you're a bit of a, a spacey mandel dork. Um, Let's just say all my pockets are protected. Whoa! <laughs> so, so we thought maybe we'd have some fun with you. Go on a sci-fi kick. Oh, Let's kick into the stars. Uh, should we oh. kick or may we leap, my friend? Ooh, lift off imminent. That's a dick joke. Now. <laughs> Listen, we are uh, hitting the 1989 to 1993 seminal classic, and semen as in terms of like what comes out of my penis. Mm-hmm. Ah. Semen. Well, that's Quantum, like blowing a kiss, right? That's like blowing a kiss. It's, it's shooting skeet. Um, Quantum Leap. <laughs> we are talking about Quantum Leap, guys. Quantum? Quantum I hardly know the guy. <laughs> I don't know him. Um, Quantum Leap uh, has an 8.1 on IMDb. It's 97 episodes long. Uh, it won two Golden Globes, one for its main star, Scott Bakula, um, before the podcast, uh, everything across. Billy, would you like to take out your gripe with Scott Bakula? I don't have a gripe with Scott Bakula, I just can't think of a you, time you I've think... ever thought, there's nothing personal against him, because I don't know his work outside right, of right. Quantum, well I don't even know his work in Quantum, because yeah. I've seen never it. seen He's it. don't know his work. I've never seen it. But every time I hear the name Scott Bakula. You think of Snot Wolfman. I think of the Dracula the vampire lord. Oh. You don't have a gripe. You have a steak. Yeah. <laughs> a steak to grind. Um, no, but I, I don't think I've ever heard the name Scott Bakula. I can't remember where he came up. I think it was one of those comedy things. I think Scott like Bakula. Gets, someone's like, hey, remember him? Let's bring him on this show. He's like, good. He I also think Scott he's Bakula. used in like, you know, like a comedy song somewhere. Or something he he, where he like... portrays like his character in shows a lot. Like, I feel, oh, yeah. I feel like he's like one of those kind of guys. I'm also pretty sure he was on... Uh, I almost said quantum leap. Surreal life for a while, mm. and was like re- not having a good time. Did you watch a lot of surreal life? I yes. watched a lot of surreal life. <laughs> I've God. never seen. We it. talk about it on this podcast. Oh, I don't watch a lot of TV. I watched every VH1 show. Like yeah, fucking yeah, me too. We were we talking about uh, yeah. uh, Rock of Love binges, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, which we did not shrink. Uh, oh boy, um, we have a, a show here that won two Golden Globes: one for Scott Bakula and one. Uh, for the other actor on the show, I did not write down his name. His name uh, is Scott Globula. Scott, <laughs> no, Scott Frankula. Um, now Scott Frankensteinula. That's his. Now, now, Billy, uh, how do you do with sci-fi shows? What is? Uh, what are you a fan of sci-fi? Are you somebody that like delves into a, I'm a Star Trek fan. or Star Wars sci-fi guy? I I love sci-fi. I'm a big fan of it. I'm into all the. Um, would you marry it? Like, pers- yeah, like all the all the DNA crime shows that they use science and a fiction 
format. Would you it's not science fi? Okay, me and a friend. I've only I, seen. Here's the thing: you keep saying sci-fi. I've only seen science it spelled fi, out. Please. Well, it's fiction, comma science. Fiction sci-fi. I think it's the like, science. That's a base. I know you did Doogie Howser. Right, right. And that's a that's a is that sci-fi, comma science. Oh, okay. Uh, that's a fiction that falls. If you're talking about sci-fi. I've seen. We're talking um, about lasers that go boom, boom, boom. SWAT cats. Space that goes I've seen SWAT cats. That's not fiction. That's not fiction. That's based on that, a real cat. That was, but they that was had my a cat. lot of science. Yeah. That was my cat. Um, All right. No, I like I like sci-fi a lot. Could you imagine? <laughs> <all those different Yeah>. <laughs> Bit bus parked. All right, we're done. Um, uh, we uh, let's talk about the show. Ned, Ned, what about you though, real quick? Sci-fi. Scott Bakula or sci-fi? Yeah, sci-fi, Ned. Uh, sci-fi. Not, I, I know like, that's not really your your your. your no, dream, it is. But... I do like sci-fi. Uh, I, I like the way it's treated in today's media. Yeah. Um, I like that it exists. I like the concept of it. Did you see the new Blade I think Runner? All the shows are lame and stupid. <laughs> did you see no, the new... uh, I did see the new Blade Runner. I thought it was bitching. Really? Bitching is all hell. Too. I did yeah. not see it yet. Oh, you should absolutely see I it. I want to. See Don't it. shrink that binge. And that's a Ned guarantee. Ding. Now, here's the thing. I got into a gripe. I used the word gripe too much. I got into a grape. Stick. With a, I got into a stick with a friend of mine. Because I think sci-fi means fict- fictional science that could happen. Like, mm. right? Like, okay. one day we could develop technology that could get us to the moon. Sure. Very interesting and wrong. Te- uh, Is that wrong? No, no, no. What, what do you got? Because I feel like Star Wars has magic in it, right? Like the Force is like totally magic, like mm. like stuff like that is not real, could not happen. So that's Ugh, fantasy. Do you not believe in magic? I don't. But believe here's the thing: in magic. holy <laughs> shit, this podcast just got they, an hour longer. <laughs> they have like galaxy traveling spaceships that are not powered by magic. Yes. Yeah. Those are those are. They're that's fueled by science fi. That's sci fi. Well, I guess then it's a Well, sci fi of... fantasy is its own thing, right? That's Whoa, true. Like, that's a whole different game. There are the, all those old 70s movies that were like sci fi, futuristic, dystopian, but then what there's like some weird magical movies? power. But like Blade you know? Runner is straight yeah. up sci fi, right? Like yeah. there is nothing well, that, that is like, Philip that K. could Dick. not happen. Like this could yeah. potentially yeah. happen. Like Philip K. Dick, who's a science, exactly. science fi writer. Philip K. Stick. I got it. Let's try to keep the language nice in here. I forgot we're trying to do this one clean. (laughs) We're going to call this one quantum clean. We don't want to get demonetized. (laughs) We're just talking about Philip K. member. That's true. Ooh, Billy. Now, guys, uh, this is a new segment that we like to play here. It's called Subject Matter. Ah. Um, So I've prepared a question for you based on the subject matter of our podcast. Billy, uh, this show, Quantum Leap, if you did not know, it is about Scott Bakula's character, and he jumps into other people's bodies. So throughout time and space, he becomes other people, he takes over them, and the big reveal every episode, apparently, is he looks in a mirror, and he's like, oh, that's me now. Billy, if you could switch bodies with anybody from any time, any place, (laughs) any member in town... What? Who would it be? Who would any, be a person? Any time, any place. Man, that's really hard. It is hard. If Just I give me to... one that you would. Not, maybe not the only person. One but... that I would. I'd, I'd like to do someone at least 100 years ago, who I may say maybe not 100 years ago. But someone like before internet. I've, yeah. I'm a big fan of that time. You know it's not that old. Like when <laughs> I, <laughs> 25 years. Yeah. Could he not go back in time? He was a time traveler. No, he went primarily back in time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He went primarily back Quantifiable in time. Quantifiable belief. belief. Yeah. I haven't <laughs> seen the show. Um, I, I would, if I, I had would the show... choose... Probably Teddy Roosevelt. Hey, that would be a fun one. Teddy, he just did all this shit, and he would just be like, "I'm just gonna run into a forest right now." That's the kind of game I like—just running into a forest <laughs> yeah. until I can't run anymore. I'm like, 
That dude sounds like he wasn't afraid of shit. That doesn't sound like he got shit done. Do do you think... He had a big mustache. Do you think when you become him, you get his fearlessness? Or do you think you're you, but you're in his body? So like... Oh, shit. Ideally, you'd get into his body after he had done some cool stuff, which makes being a badass even easier. Because once you have a resume, and you're like, yeah, I don't know, like, I killed uh, three bears. Then people are like, oh, he could totally go for four. Which which is great. They're they're, they're like, Theodore, go out there and kill four bears. And you're like, ah, shit, it's just me, Billy. Yeah. No, I'm Billy. That's, if I you guess don't know this about Billy, I hate bears. <laughs> I hey, guys, I did even better. I learned uh, peace. <laughs> I guess that's the thing we're going to learn is when he jumps into these people's bodies, does he get any of their attributes? Because yeah. often you play the game... Which of, skills like, does he get? Yeah. No, do, 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 do stats uh, stack? Yeah. Do, do, but that's the thing. Like, okay, keep so his four stamp, four yeah. strength? <laughs> you would think, and I don't exactly know how this works. Four strength leather belt. But if you jump into someone's body... Why is their brain rewired and nothing else? Right, right. Like, how do you solve consciousness? Wouldn't you leap once and then just be like, all right, I'm someone new but now? Is, but you but wouldn't even is, know you were someone new This is what makes then. it science fi because we can't explain it. It's not hard it's, sci-fi, that's for oh, sure. Oh, it's absolutely not hard sci-fi. Mm. If I were in this show, I, it would every single episode would be me looking in, in the mirror and be like, oh, a train conductor again? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's, board, my it's, it's literally a show about conducting trains through time. <laughs> it's like... Train business going well. Next episode, <laughs> train business not going so well. Yeah, still <laughs> conducting though. <laughs> it's two hundred years later. The trains are different. Ned, <laughs> um, uh, anybody that you would uh, jump into the body? Of? Um, I think I would jump into the body of Genghis Tron. Whoa. Now this is the Genghis. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that a band or something? Is Genghis Tron a band name it already? Has to it's be. gotta be. Surely, it has to be. What, like what does Genghis band. Tron sound like? Is that? Like is that beat wave or Post whatever punk synth, synth wave? It's it's synth wave. or or uh, is it more traditional? Well, it's kind of a bleep emphasis sound. It's kind bleep of a hard emphasis, a hard scrank. Bleep emphasis? You mean the first season of South Park? Whoa! <laughs> okay. For me, guys... How long has this section been running? Are we done yet? <laughs> no, well, I, I want to jump into the show. I want to quantum leap into the show. I do. Now, uh, you guys want to hear who I would... Uh, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, Cody. Who would you Who would you leap into? Um, Gracie McMandelmoff. <laughs> um, guys, we're going to get... <laughs> I think that was right. <laughs> guys, we're going to jump in uh, right now. Uh, if you want to play along, go on Hulu, Quantum Leap, all, uh, all five seasons, all 97 episodes uh, on there. We're going to start with episode one. Now, guys, this hasn't happened to us before. Uh, the pilot is actually in two parts, but because of our solemn vow, mm-hmm. we can only watch the very first part of it, because it's technically the first episode. That's right. true. So, uh, we'll be watching episode one, Genesis part one, September 13th, 1956. Genesis part one. Ned, what's going on in the 50s? I'm I'm super stoked for I'm this. Ready Do we know it. what year, does he exist in the year this show took place? No, I so, feel like he exists in the future. But, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, did he ex- exist in like if this show came out in 1989? Did he exist in stunning future of 92? Or or is he like in the 80s? No, he's going not back I'm, to the 50s. I I honestly have not seen the show. Uh, but, but <laughs> thank you for being honest. <laughs> um, um, but um, if my member remembers, I think that I think I think he's in like the future future. Um, and future, 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 guys. If you want to play along, go on to Hulu. We're gonna jump right in. We're gonna quantum leap into the very first episode. Come on back. Derek, Derek, wake up, Derek, Derek, wake up. You gotta be on stage in ten minutes. What? 
Here, here, here. All right, I got your makeup ready. All right, your elbows are looking great. Prop those elbows up. Prop them up. Prop them up. You got to put on that cape. Prop them up. All right. Where am I? Who am I? What? All right, look, you're performing at Squawky Jockeys in two minutes. And you better know the whole dancer. Mr. Franklin's going to be mad. Squawky Jockeys, that's the premier dance joint here in... Wait, where are we? Uh, let me hand you this newspaper. It's something I do before every show. <laughs> me, old Jim, your friend. Duh! 1909? Oh, I'm getting depressed. Greatly! 20 years from now. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, good improv. Good improv. We are back. Holy shit. Welcome back, binge heads. Oh my gosh, guys, we just watched the very first episode of Quantum Leap entitled Genesis Part 1, September 13th, 1956. And guys, what a ride. What oh, a ride oh, indeed. I, my favorite part is all those kisses y'all blew me. Oh, well, I was blowing sure. a couple well, kisses. we couldn't show. stop. We were trying to be like Tracy Fliggin' Fl- 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 Chapman? Tracy, Tracy Chapman. Chapman. Yeah, that's us. Driving cars. Um, guys, when, when that episode ended... We all screamed. We all got really <laughs> like, like, I, think, I think it was a good sign that of us enjoying sign. the show. Is there was like two be continued and we're all like, ah, yeah, come on! As we said before, this was a part one of a two-part pilot. Something we have never done and before. Speaking and something of, I kind of never want to do again. Because it hurts. I wanted more. It really hurts. Ned, we talk about a lot of pilots are t- titled pilot. This one should have been titled pilot. It's about flying planes! Yes, but yes. But it was a pilot. I, I know. Mean, you know, you know. Yeah. They should name it pilot. How, how can you wake up with your plane life when you fly planes? So, a lot of the questions that we asked at the start of the show were answered. Yes. Um, The first one, uh, I do not think it's set in the future. I think it's set in their time. Okay. Um, Second one, he does not get the ability... Skills do not transfer over. And that was a big conflict in the show, which I loved. A huge one. So, we start off, the very first thing we get... uh, Before we start, I should just say, I think we can all say we liked it. Did we like it? Everyone liked it? I liked it. I liked it. I I feel like I quantum leaped into someone's body who liked it, and that person was me. (laughs) That person was me. (laughs) Not a very good leap. Um, Not a far leap. (laughs) I would say that one of the things that's, like, hurtful about doing this show, this podcast, is... There, this is maybe the third or fourth time that when we ended, I went, oh, I would definitely just watch the next episode. Yes. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, well, which, well, which it did is, end on a cliffhanger. Yeah, so. that's true. Yes. It would, which is great. But once again, as Ben Shrinkers... Yeah, that's we took a solemn jo- vow! We took a, a, a vow, an oath. We can't leap to the next step. Absolutely. Whoa, we have to, we have to leave all the way to the end. Um... So we start off with a title sequence. Oh. Um, the very first thing we get, and so what something a title sequence. Cody and I have been robbed of in a few of these shows That's is the true. title sequence, and this show if delivers the most title sequencey title sequence of all title sequences. I mean, that music was the most late eighties, early nineties music. So somber. It was like it was like the <laughs> Dookie Hauser thing. The what got me more excited to watch that show than the first episode itself, as good as that was. Was just all the fucking. There's yes. one where he has like kiss face paint on. He's like in a band. He's like a David Bowie yes. face paint one. And then he's like an alien coming out of a ship, but his ears are just like these two things on so, springs. So, yeah, before we, before we go any further, this is a the the title sequence is basically a compilation of all the different pr- people that he quantum leaps into. Mm. Um, and if you don't know the show, basically he goes from body to body through time. And this to was body showing to body. all the different times. It went through the 50s, 
uh, went through the 60s, so we saw like Nixon and Jimi Hendrix in like pictures, and yeah. it's like 1960, and it'd be like him doing something, and then like Wh- which led me to ask. So, so these clip show kind of intros are something that you see in later seasons of shows, but this is the first episode, Square yeah. One. We haven't even had a second of the show itself. No. Yeah, there's so much clips for them to pull from. Did they film the show before they launched it? I well, do they keep on old shows they upload? Do they change the title sequence like, I, from season to I'd season? I'd be very interested. That, in that. Does anyone care enough? Because like. If you're me. It's me. It's me who cares. Quantum Leap on Hulu. You're like, oh, we have to make. Is this the original season one opening music? A lot of people are going to be upset. You know what they say? Quantum if you got them. You know? I think it's in Scott Bakula's contract. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. I think it is. They got to show a minimum of five clips for my best steps. Yeah, yeah, and like half of them he was a woman during. And I yeah, was yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. thinking All about right. that, I'm like, wow, what a leap. Like, that was a <laughs> leap so of good. different genitals. And just from that first episode, his voice, I was like, is that Scott Bakula's voice? It was just, like, yeah. so soothing Haunting and boyish. Oh, man. Yeah. It was first, boyish so- and, like, more high-pitched, more fluty than I thought it'd be. Yeah. Very, like, s- like soothing timbers. Things, things we learned about Bakula. Soothing voice. Yeah. Fucking earnest smile. Oh, a very uh, sometimes weird faces, and also a pretty good actor. Yeah, like, like very, pretty, very everybody good. in this episode did a very good job. Very, there's no one who was like, all right, yeah, like maybe Al. At Even some that point. little boy when he's drinking his milk and making the suspicious face. Yeah, <laughs> he's just staring at his dad, not even drinking the milk, just has the glass. That's of milk every boy <laughs> in the fifties. Just like strangely lips. drinking milk. Um, so we get uh, Scott. So after the title sequence, which is great. Scott Bakula is lying in bed. Yeah, the camera zips through the sky, yes. shoots, and zips directly into a house where a clock shoots forward and then shoots backwards until to it rolls on 5 a.m. Yes, yeah. backwards. 5 a.m., and suddenly it's Scott Bakula, and he's lying there, and his eyes awake, and he goes, Who am I? Where am I? It's a whole, who am I, where am I situation. Suddenly an arm comes around him, and you're like, oh no, intruder? No. No, it's, it's the soft his, arm of a woman. It's a nice yeah. woman's arm. <laughs> and uh, it's a pregnant woman that's apparently his wife, and she says, Tom, get ready for work. And he's like, Tom? Work? My name is... Yeah, I don't have a fucking job. I'm a homeless man, no. He's like, my name is Sam. What's going on? Basically, and this is all internal. Yes, uh, yes, voiceover it's, narration. It, it's yeah. The first couple of minutes is just that. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if he's like afraid to talk to talk he out loud is. or anything. Yeah. Which which I'm I'm cool with. If I was in that situation, I'd be looking around, and be like, "Having a what?" Having a, me and Billy were just talking outside about this after we watched the episode. If that actually ever happened to you. Everyone would be curled up into a ball in the fetal yeah. position, oh, fucking yeah. freaking the Geeking. fuck out, like yeah. just just completely. But, but he's but he's a man of science, and without the scientific yes. method, he's will not try and test. But but yeah. he doesn't even know ideas. he's a man of science. A, yet. He, he, he doesn't know that. But he, he doesn't has, even know he's a new man. But yet. he's also a, 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 an animal, and he has instincts. Yeah. Instincts to continue to test and act out his. So job. here's the the like the other question: uh, did, did he know before he leaped where he was going to leap? Because that's a pretty ballsy first leap. Like, hey, to go to the experimental 50s. flight craft pilot. Yeah. For yeah. like, do you, do you think they choose a time and then it chooses a person, or do you think like? Huh. So, so we should say that where where this explanation would come is in part two. It has to be. It part has, two. has to be like, in part two. He meets the the gatekeeper. He he kind of lays yep. out like what's yeah. happening, but they don't give you all the information. And no doubt in my mind, do they explain it next episode? And this gatekeeper. No. So we're jumping ahead a little bit. Yeah, yeah, Al. 
Um, we yeah. Do, do we want to get? Let's get into a let's little go, bit cut more through until he gets out. Yeah, yeah. yeah He's yeah, in yeah. the shower. He looks in the mirror. It's the classic mirror thing. Oh, before we do that, we get a classic. Oh boy, we're saying yeah. classic. This is the first time we ever seen. Yes, that. but it's it's a repeated <laughs> line. Yeah. Um, so he uh, he looks in the mirror and he is a studlier man than I would say Scott Bakula. Mm-hmm. He's uh, a, a he's str- a looking he's a good looking man. Yeah, it's a strong chin. He looks man. like the asshole prince in some. Yeah, some some. It wasn't Disney until classic. later on that I saw his face forever. He looks. Fine looking man. Yeah, he's a good looking dude. Anyways, she's calling him Tom. He's in the shower. He's putting on some shaving cream and he looks in the mirror and he goes, Hoobada hobada hooba stank. What? And suddenly he has no idea who he is. Or who hooba stank is. Yeah, because that's, that's way gotta too be late. some weird future. Yeah, they didn't come until nineteen fifty seven or something. Yeah, something yeah. like the next year. Um basically uh, he has a kid, his wife is pregnant, his name is Tom Staten. Um and he is basically uh, a U.S. Air Force pilot. They keep referring to him as the best damn pilot. Yeah, the best damn yeah. pilot. And there he is. has a friend. He's yeah. a friend named Bird Dog. Mm-hmm. And basically, she is like he. He goes up to her. He goes, um, "My name is not Tom." And she's like, "Oh, get to work, you loony. You pulling a gag on oh, me?" By the way, classic Tom gag. It's really the best situation for him because he warps into a dude's body who is known for pulling some goofs. Yeah, that's that's not yeah. the last time in the episode where they're like, like are, you, this is... "Are you talking to someone that's not there? You goofing again, yeah. Tom?" Yeah. Oh, like, you what goofing. the fuck happens when oh, you like, switch into yeah. like serious, the serious, most serious yeah. person? Tom's ever. fifth existential crisis of the week. Yeah. So he. He he basically is a pilot, and he he's like riding in the car with his buddy Bird Dog, but who they call Bird Donk, and he learns quickly where that nickname comes from because he sees a butt and he likes that butt. Oh, and he, he likes, likes that, that butt, butt yeah, and he starts God, talking he about that butt. butt. Basically, it's 1956. They are in the small town. I don't know where. Do they ever say where? They don't really say it, but it's it's a flight test town, so it's a, yes. it's a fucking middle-of-nowhere desert. Yeah. Everyone knows each other because they're all pilots, you yes. know, families of Yes, his, his wife is pregnant, he has a kid, she hangs out with other pregnant ladies who have kids, uh-huh. and he um, is scheduled to fly today, and his buddy Bird Dog's like, hey, you ready to get up in the skies? And he goes, the skies? I don't even know about apple pies. I don't even know <laughs> about anything, buddy. I don't even know about the flies. I hover around old apple pies because I can't fly. Yeah, <laughs> this place is a big sty. And Bird Dog's like, hey, you're making jokes again? I love the joking humor. <laughs> yeah, you know, they love your joking humor. You're a goof. Um, <laughs> you know he, is, goof. he is despondent. He doesn't know what to do, but he keeps telling himself something that um, is a really good way to get through. He goes, this is a dream. I'm dreaming. It's a nightmare. But in the nightmare, there always comes a boogeyman. A boogeyman. And he's like, when's the boogeyman going to show up? And, and they, they give him kind of an interesting out for a second there because the, what they're flying is the X2, something that is crazy. Experimental. It, it's, it's, yeah, it's reaching Mach 2, Mach 3. Yeah. They're, they're trying to bust sound barriers here. Um, so there's a, a moment where all the pilots sit around and they're like, I couldn't remember what my fucking mailbox looked like after I broke Mach 2. Yeah. And, and so so like everyone's and, like, oh, you don't remember how to fly... Give it thirty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like they, they just shrug it off. So well, it's like, I feel what like a lucky are, situation. Are for they me. not yeah, doing that? Great time to live in. I feel like they were doing that in order to sell his lie, though. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, he's, his big thing is he tells Bird Dog, "I woke up this morning and I don't remember how to fly." Yeah, and he yeah. goes, "That's a great out." For not having to go to work. Yeah. That's great. And so they all pretend like they don't know yeah, how to yeah. do that stuff. And while he's sitting there, there's some random guy dressed in a tuxedo just kind of hanging out with well, them. I think that time he's in a lab coat. But he's always oh, in a lab a, coat. Yeah, he's, right. he's always in a strange costume. That's right. This guy in a lab yeah. coat. And he goes up and he says, what does he say, Billy? He says something like, 
what a butt. Like, this place. This He's like a kick cool. in the can. Yeah, and this <laughs> yeah. place such a kick in the can. And he goes, yeah, I guess. And he goes, ha ha. And from the very start of it, I went, oh, that's his. That's a time traveler, too. Yeah. Because yeah. no one's addressing They're him. They're called Time Lords, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Time Genius. No, I remember what it was. There's like something happens. He goes, Ain't that a kick in the butt? Yeah. Kick in the butt. <laughs> he puts some hard dong on no, that. No butt. one's saying the word butt in 1956 without getting no. a whipping in one. I know. <laughs> no, there's a professor, there's this random professor, you know, lab co professor guy. And uh, they basically say, uh, you can go up in the sky, but you don't have to be the lead pilot. Yeah, yeah. So, so they, they go up in the sky, and uh, Burdonk and uh, Tom, as his name should be, but Sam. But Sam. Uh, they go up together, and they're co-piloting a ship that's going to release someone in the X-2. Yeah. And they do an experiment. Well, at one point, Burdonk... Birddog. What is his name? Birdog. Birdog. Bird Daniel Birdsong. His name is... <laughs> Daniela so I get- Birdsong. He he stands up for a second. He's like, "Hey man, I'm gonna go to the can real quick if you don't mind." Yeah. He walks away. Why don't they, you take this thing up to twenty five? Yeah. Why don't you take this thing up to twenty five? <laughs> and they they cut on the like funniest. They go to commercial at this break, and it's just Scott Bakula like, looking at the flight. No, the controls. shot is like the the yeah from the controls view <laughs> from the controls. And what is it? A steering wheel. It's a plane steering yeah. wheel. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's behind it. Just looking at it, his hands are kind of hovering closer, like he Not doesn't touching. know what to do. Yeah. But he just has this look like a baby yeah, whose like I... father has just put his hands in front of his face and yeah, he doesn't like, know where he went. Duh! What's going on here? And the plane is just veering to the left. And yeah. like, hey, you fucking up up there? Yeah, and, and he's, he's like, the plane's going. And at one point he just place. looks at the plane, he looks at all the dials, he looks at the steering wheel and just goes... Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> like he just like starts freaking out. He's like pawing at the wheel like a cat. Um, he doesn't know what to do. Basically, the fire fire pilot comes back and brings it back to uh, normal. And, and then he's like, what, Tom, you Joker. <laughs> and so basically, they fly a plane up and then they shoot the X two out of their plane. They drop it and the, that's how they get the X two up there. Mm. And then that X two just goes straight and tries to break the sound barrier. <laughs> and they they have a real okay. So this scene now this scene this I want scene to talk plays about. out. Yeah. Okay. You, yeah. See what you're gonna say. No, I, I just wanted to say that like what we're about to talk about is a scene where I genuinely felt tension and, like, the way it was shot and the way it was composed, I, just I was genuinely, like, scared. Like, I was excited. Can I describe it real quick? Yeah, please, yeah. please. All right, so you have, okay, Pilot B. We'll call him Pilot B. His name is Dougie. Dougie. Dougie, yeah. Dougie is in the X-2, and the X-2 is cradled underneath this larger plane yeah. that Sam or Tom almost crashed earlier. And then they're like, then Bird Dog comes back, and he's like, I dogged my bird. And then he <laughs> presses a button. And the X two goes down, and yes. Dougie's like, "Oh, Professor Man is also in the plane." Oh, which which is, no yeah. one can see. Yeah, which it. is the first yeah. time we get the hint that like, oh, oh. other people cannot see this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, back to but dramatic reenactment. Yeah, yeah. Dougie is lo- lowered from the just drop, not lowered. The gravity brings the plane down. He's like, "All right, I know I gotta go to Mach two. I need to forget some stuff. Everyone's talking about Mach two forgetting stuff. I need yeah. to pop that cherry." Yeah. And so they're like, "All right, Dougie, you ready to go?" He's like, "Okay." And even though my gloves are thick, I will press these little switch buttons yes. to turn on a rocket booster. Yeah. Yeah. He turns on a rocket booster. One, he's two, like, three. All right, boosters. we're ready to go. Two, three rocket boosters. Yeah, he's up two, to Mach 2.8. Then the fire button starts blinking. Ah, the shit. fire button starts blinking. And that means it's fire. Like, we got to turn off. We got to turn off. And then Bird Dog comes on. And or Dougie comes back. And he's like, hey, a uh, fire button is not on anymore. The plane is definitely not on fire. This is broken. Yeah. Why don't I bump it back up? And Bird Dog's like, you better be careful. And then Dougie bumps one or two back up. 
Yeah. And Bird Dog's like, don't make that turn. No, no. He, 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 says, he says, I'm going to turn around Dougie. so you guys can check out this glitch. And they're like, why are you turning in Mach 2? Yeah. And so, he's and so then, basically what happens is right as he's about to turn in Mach 2, he hits some unfortunate luck and hits an ice field in the sky. And this plane just goes, whoop, 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 whoop. There's no ice field about it. He just turns while going fast like a ding-dong. No, you saw it. It was spinning like a car on ice. But no. It was like a plane on ice. I would see plane on ice. It was like Disney's plane on ice. He was flying the SS Titanica. What the? Yeah. No, he... um. He, he just starts spiraling out of the air, and for a second I was like, holy shit, they're going to have a death in here, and like Scott Bakula's going to have to deal with like this whole thing. But the plane crashes, all the people run out. Yeah, but, the flywives run to the field. Yeah, but... Like, they, I know that plane dripping. Yeah, but <laughs> they see a parachute. There comes old Dougie in the parachute. Smash cut to Dougie's dancing in a bar. It's after work hours. They're all having fun. Um, except for Tom, who's very quiet at the table. Uh, but he not talking fly like he usually does. Yeah, yeah. Normally all those boys talking about pilot stuff, talking yeah. about what they name or their planes, what yeah. grease they use on yeah. their controls. Yeah, but he can't. This cloud looked like a, a straight line because I was going so fast. <laughs> yeah, that cloud looked like a blur. <laughs> yeah. um, now he, uh, Tom, looks over and he goes, "You know what? Even though this is a bad dream, it's getting kind of better because I'm starting to like old Peg, my wife. I'm yeah. starting to think I might want to peg my wife. Yeah, peg. I want to peg Ooh. old Peg. I um, got a round hole for that peg. Whoa. <laughs> Wait. Wait. Billy. What? Is he getting pegged? Can you talk more about the, what that Gracie girl did to you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, it's different pockets. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah, pegging yeah. my Save dragons. it for relationships. Um, no. Let's check them out. They're also on the Mockingbird uh, Podcast yes. Network. <laughs> yeah, Mockingbird Podcast Network. Um, we um, basically uh, then have a scene where he's dancing with his wife, and his wife's like, "You don't usually dance," and also you got really better. You used to have two left feet there. You used Tom. to be the. the, the now you got three well working feet. Yeah, you got yeah. three great feet. The, the two right there, and then that big dick. You got a, you got a left foot, a right foot, and a center foot for pivoting. <laughs> you see, like you're having a good time. Huh. Um, and so he's like, "Oh, you know, maybe I just got better." And then he looks over her shoulder, and who's there? But the professor guy, and he's wearing a tuxedo this time. And he goes, "Hey, nice dancing, huh?" And the guy, and he's like, "What?" Guy? He goes, "Who's that guy sitting over there by that old jukebox?" And he goes, "Oh, Dougie." And he goes, "Not no, not Dougie. The guy next to Dougie." She goes, "What guy next to Dougie?" You and mean the starts, jukebox? Yeah, yeah, that's not a guy. It's a jukebox. box. You think it's one of them ribbits? And basically, he goes, "Oh shit." Maybe I'm going crazy. He walks over to the guy and he goes, who are you? And the guy starts to freak out. He's like, wait, you really don't know who you are? You don't know who I am? And the guy goes, no. And he goes, oh, boy. And then the guy kind of walks, stumbles out of the bar. Yeah, he runs away and he goes outside, goes through a forever door. He goes through a forever door and he disappears. And Scott Bakula's like, "Uh uh-oh. Cut to, he's in the car with his wife. They're driving home. And the wife's getting a little suspicious. And she's like, what's going on with you? And he goes... I'll tell you, my name's not Tom, my name's Sam. Oh, he blows uh, it. Uh, he blows yeah. the whole thing. He goes, I am well, We don't not... know he's blown it yet. Right, right. But still, I don't, I don't have no, to be... He, no, he I, says that. He yeah, says I don't have to be a damn scientist to know that he's blowing it right there by telling her, like, hey, I'm not who I think you he's think He's blowing his relationship You can't tell with anybody Peg. that without blowing it. He's blowing his whole ship with Wait, Peg. Wait, Billy, like, I'm not who you think I am. I'm blowing it right now by saying that. home all the time, two kids... This is kind of a turn on. One and two thirds of kids. Yeah, one and two thirds of kids. Because one's cooking. Um, basically, he's telling her, I, I am, you know, not your husband. I'm so sorry. And she goes, Oh my gosh. And she starts freaking out. And he goes, 
Kidding. Another goof from old Tom Stratton. Whoop, whoop. Tom got you again. I'm Tom. goofing. Let's make fuck. Tommy got you. So I, um, and so she goes. Tom, he got ye. Tom, he got ye. And she goes, I get that reference. Um, uh, so she is like, oh, thank God. I thought you were being crazy. And, you know, everything's okay. Until he decides to take his little boy fishing. Well, see, mm-hmm. that night, there's a there's a scene. So she goes home, they go home, they go sleep, everything. Uh, we're, we're slapped with another whip through the clouds where it shoots oh, up yeah. into the sky, shoots back down. We see his clock move around up and down. And up I was and down. confused. And he, and he jumps up and he goes, oh, it's 5 a.m. I got to milk the cows. And for a split second, I thought that he was receiving more memories of the person he was in. Oh, but it was the complete opposite. opposite. He was getting more of his memories back. And he's yeah. like, wait, I grew up on a farm. In Indiana. Oh, my God, I know more about myself. Yeah. yeah. And, and in a very dramatic moment, uh, he he's like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. My dad's still alive. Yeah, because my dad died in 74, but it's 56. My dad's alive. Yeah, so he I runs. to call him. He runs to the phone and he dials 411 or 311. I don't know if it was still there. Go that. practice! Uh, <laughs> I don't know if uh, they had amber as an energy color. And he, and he, amber wasn't even invented. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jurassic Park did not exist. There weren't, yeah. even, there weren't even girls named Amber. Uh, <laughs> just Ambrose. Dean uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ambrose was back then. <laughs> but but he tries to call his father, um, and, and information kind of tries to help him out. But there's a disconnect because he still can't remember like enough details. He can't remember his father's name. He can't remember his last. He name. He doesn't know his last name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and all this is interrupted in a very emotional scene uh, by his son, who's like, "Dad, you got problems?" And he's like, "Nah." Yeah, and he goes, like, "I've got a, go I've got a cold. Dad. I'm sniffling because I got a cold." Yeah, yeah. it is. He's like, if you have a cold, we, we don't have to go fishing. And then anymore. someone's like, I heard that if you go down, you kiss this one fish, it'll grant you a wish. You don't have to be sick, Daddy. I'll get you that fish all day. Don't pout. There's a kissing trout. <laughs> <laughs> this day is not your last. Just kiss the bias. <laughs> By the way, this I'm kid no is like 40 Daddy, feet tall. He's a salmon. Um, so basically him and his kid go fishing and who would show up but the same fucking dude. Yeah. It, and this is when I figured out his name was Al. Yeah, yeah let, let's let's quick through the fishing part. Mm-hmm. He, Sam is so terrible at fishing and his son is like, or Tom's son is like, Dad, I know you're trying to make me look good. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to go fish over here. You stay here, squirt. And he's like, yeah. Roger. Yeah. Uh, walks away, runs into Al immediately. This is where we learn his name is Al. Yes. Uh, and Al divulges a lot of information and here are the key points. And this is kind of the only world building we really get. There was an experiment that Sam signed up for or helped engineer. Not, not even or signed up for it because he says, like, whose harebrained idea was this? And he's like, it was kind of yours. He doesn't even say it was yours. He goes, or he just, he just has He kind of stops and looks yeah. about to say it was yours. So either Sam engineered it or something, but Sam was a part of an experiment that would send you back in time. Yeah. So basically, he is like a time-traveling person, and their very first experiment was to send him back to this time. Some wires got crossed, there's been technical difficulties, they well, said, no, no, no. and they can't get him back. There are two things. So, one, apparently there's this computer named Ziggy, who Tom keeps on thinking, or Sam keeps thinking is a short guy, guy with, with bad, bad breath. breath. Yeah. It's a computer. And two, Al, well, first of all, I'll finish this, and then I'll go back to it. Yeah. Secondly, Al is talking about how the actual Tom... Is with, with them. them. And oh, so another like, one of my so questions. Crazy. I never knew thing. that. 
it's like, how could that have been a mistake? I think it's a mistake he lost his memory, but I think the body switching thing... You think that was, like, intended? I think it was part of it. And maybe the only way they can time travel is by... Oh, I think the body switching was definitely intended. Intended. Why would you choose Tom? Why would you choose fucking Ding Dong Birdsong? Also, what are they trying to do? Yeah. True. Yeah. Like, but like, how what loose is, is this operation? Because we see Al Hello before, loose. and he's at this airplane <laughs> thing, and it's like, fine. Shit. And then he's at a bar. Fuck! Then Al's at the bar, at the at the jukebox. Yeah, yeah. And, but then, he's like, he's like, oh, I'm here, I'm hungover. Yeah. He's in his fucking pajamas. Yeah. Like, does he just have an astral projection machine in his living room? Yeah. Like, is this just, like, some dudes in He's, like, like, coming home from New like, Year's He's just, like, tuxedo. his roommate, and yeah. they're just, like, working on this harebrained scheme. He's like, don't you know? Oh, wait, our computer told me I can't tell you that we're roommates. Yeah, I feel like the other like scientists would just be like, hey, it's really cool that you're visiting him in these, yeah. like, mind projections. Maybe you could just, like, dress the same. Yeah, just kind of yeah. put on, maybe like, you could maybe put on you a professional not show up to the lab guy. in a fucking bathroom. Yeah, it's like, oh, no, <laughs> and, no, no. And, like, we learned that's a top-secret program. We, we learned that because he goes, like, well, are you here with me? And he goes, no, I'm not here with you. I'm actually... And then Sam, like, over, like, talks over him, goes, like, an astral projection of neurons firing in all my sensors in my mind. Like, and he starts, like, saying yeah. his science jargon goes, Oh my gosh, I know about this. And he goes, yeah. So basically the main points are, Sam got sent back in time and he agreed to do it. Sam forgot that he agreed to do it when he got there. They're trying to bring him back to the future. Mm. You know, like, But which, he can't get brought back. Yeah, they tried. And that's what that second blip was. But... He can only go back to the future if people believe he's Tom. He's told his wife he's not Tom, and, and we she will has get into doubt. this in the next scene at the barbecue. That's yeah. right, because let, let's get into it. They go to the there are bar. two heavy cliffhangers hanging yes. over my head, like oh, two cows so ready to get heavy. milked That's at a right. farm in Indiana by a little boy named Sam who can't remember his last name. <laughs> right now, Sam is playing, or Tom is playing. Oh, his last um, name was Quantum Leap. <laughs> 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 Your last name was Sam. Quantum, Quantum Leap. <laughs> um, he, uh, that's the big reveal at the end of the series. Um, so Sam, Sam is playing catch with his not-son son, mm-hmm. and uh, a, 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 this big family barbecue with all, all these friends. All the, all Mikey, the by guys. the way, his son's name is Mikey. Mikey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a big jet goes overhead, and Mikey goes, hey, Dad, what, what's that maneuver he just did called? Wow, goes, flipping a spin. And like an idiot, he goes, beats me, kid. Like, <laughs> like, like, why wouldn't you just be like, oh, oh, God, what's that called again? Like, that's even called pretend a to remember. in the sky. So yeah, I'm like, good. that's called a flipperty well, hey, dip. Scott Bakula, Ernest guy, you seen that smile? He's just still so Ernest. And so then one of his friends looks over and is like, that's actually called a rooster cock. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or something like that. And actually, goes, that's called the bird dog. What yeah, that's called... I'm fucking stupid, up. Tom. Yeah. And um, basically, he goes back inside. He's talking with his wife. And the entire time, the wife has given him this look of, I don't trust oh, you. Oh, she just has the weirdest... Yeah, mm-hmm. she's so yeah. just, like, freaked out. And she's like, why don't you go out and head back with Mikey? And then... Uh, oh, and, but here's... Before that... Yeah. This is why I really want to watch episode part two as well. This is Mikey, salad. the son, yeah. she's like... You haven't spent as much time with Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, well, Why don't you, you go outside and play catch with, with him? Why don't you go outside and play catch with Mikey? Because I don't trust you. And you haven't ha- spent as much time with him as since since he got hit by <laughs> the, the bus. bus. What the fuck? Yeah. What a fucking like, like, thing to drop right as the episode. There is 
in hindsight, there was a minute left in the episode. They're like, by the way, your son was hit by a fucking bus. <laughs> yeah. I would have loved it. They were like, you haven't spent as much time with this as since you hit him with the bus. <laughs> <laughs> um, he um, And so then basically she's going outside. Uh, he's about to go outside, but he turns back and they look at each other and they share this passionate fucking kiss. And, like, as soon as it happened, I went, I bet Tom don't kiss that passionately. Oh, yeah. hell no. She's a, he's a man in the 50s. Like, everything he's doing, he's, like, very empathetic to his son. Yeah. He's, like, very thoughtful. He's not being a dipshit. Yeah. She, she like, even of explains. Of course no one thinks it's this guy. <laughs> yeah, it's a 50s guy. He's not guy. just, like, waking he's up. He's whining and dying in dames, baby. Like, yeah, yeah be- before he comes clean in the car, there's a moment where they're talking, and she's like, you are just a different guy. You were by the jukebox. You were dancing. You only had one drink. You didn't. Like, yeah. You weren't talking fly with all the boys. It's like, yeah. Yeah. holy shit. We haven't seen the second part of this. To convince his wife, like, I am convinced. He's, he's going like, to hammer shit drunk and beat her face oh in. God. And it's like, God, what did we learn from this? Yeah. We learned nothing. Yeah. I guess. Probably has to use a couple racial slurs yeah. as well. Yeah. It's Clint Eastwood. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you can't leave here unless you're racist. He's like, well, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, let me, yeah, let me try I'm my hand to make this. a Gran Torino again. Um, so basically, he kisses her and she gives this weird look, like almost to the camera. And she's touching her lips as, like, that's not my husband. And then we get the three words you never want to see to be continued. Or the two words you never want to hear. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> boy. And he said it, like, usually, like, if I was, if, if I, so I, I act, and if a script came. Oh! So, sorry. I thought you just teach young aspiring No, here's the thing. Actors. I just now, I just I now, dabble and in maybe both. you could see this, uh, I was acting impressed. <laughs> oh! He, re- so if, so if my, if my line said, oh, boy, <laughs> I would read it, like, if it was excited, oh, boy! Or if it was, like, dramatic, like, oh, boy. He reads it, oh, boy. <laughs> like, he, like, he, like, elongates the O and, like, yeah. throws the boy down. Oh, boy. Like, Wait, he, like, started, he started the way Buddy Holly's treating, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, in that song, oh, boy. He's like, let me put more emphasis in the O. Let's put some, some, yeah. some oh, love on that. Boy. Yeah. Um, anyways, guys, that was the very first episode. I, I liked it a lot. Liked I'm it. really yeah. excited for the finale. Billy, you I like it? too. Uh, I liked it. Let's um, let's do, qu- oh, yeah, what were you saying? I, I I will probably tomorrow watch the... Part two? Yeah, part two. Ooh, let's, let's Billy! See. Let's oh, see. Billy! Let's see how the finale goes, because we might finish the finale, and you're like, I don't want anything to do with this show. That's, that's fair. That's, that's, that's the because, thing, because But I, I care about Mikey, and I care about Peg! Billy, Billy character you, secret, you, character secret, I kind of care about part two, too. Me, too. But this is part of Shrinking Binges. We have to separate ourselves from the, the series. We don't get to do right. it. Then I don't even want to watch the finale. Okay, That's well, don't be an asshole. Wait, wait a minute, asshole. I'm going to go to bed. By the You're way, I live here. Far from dedicated. I live in this professional studio we do, honey. I shrink the This professional at, studio so. is the master bedroom we both decided not to live in, okay? Um, and it's a studio. <laughs> Billy, are you familiar with a thing on the show called the binge drum? The what? All right. All right, let's talk about the binge drum. We mention it every episode, but we should talk about it right now. The binge drum. I feel like I explain it all the time. Ned, would you like to explain okay. it? Billy, the binge drum is when we start a show that we think is going to be real hot, real spicy, something we want to dip our fingers in all the time. Okay? But we get to the last episode, we watch it, garbage, filth trash. It's awful, and it makes and it, you not want to do anything with the show. And it discolors the previous episode. Sure, it makes the first episode look like discolored lumps. Uh, gravy. Uh, probably the prime example of it is the show The Rifleman. The Rifleman, you don't see a single lick of a rifle or a man in the last, last episode. episode. You only see his boy and no gun his to see. Boy, oh boy. flower women. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, Anyways, mm-hmm. so... 
We've hopefully, been mistreated. Hopefully we are not to the binge show, but before we get to anything else, I say it's time to play our favorite feature on the show. Oh my gosh! And this is a, uh, a, a little uh, uh, thing we like to call Title Wave! Roll the song. Nailed it. <laughs> wipe wipe out. out. Billy, what we're going to do here is we're going to go uh, to some of the seasons of the show that we are watching. Uh, season uh, Since we saw season one, we'll do two, three, and four. And uh, you're going to name a random uh, number that corresponds to one of our episode titles. We'll give you the title, and you have to predict what you think that that episode is about. Okay. okay? And to show you how it's done, we're going to start with my friend, Ned Gale. Oh, okay. Ned, you've got season two. Uh, and you have 1 through 22. Hit me up with that episode 17, that 217. Episode 17. This one's called Good Night, Dear Heart, November 9th, 1957. It's only a year after. Give, give me, wait, give me that full title again. That was a lot of information. Good it? Night, Dear Heart. Okay. Now, Sam has once again quantum leaped. Yes. Into the body of a stranger unknown. Mm-hmm. And he wakes up. Realizing it's six in the morning, why I have to get to my job as a heart surgeon. What? Holy good gosh moly. Guys, he gets thrown into all these situations where he has to barely work his way through this profession that he doesn't know how to do. But a heart surgeon, my friends. He's responsible for lives. It's not rocket science, but damn near close. Uh, so That's he's performing heart Tom. surgery on a rocket. And <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> this is just Tom again! No, 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 no. A Houston rocket from 57. Wow! Uh, Akeem Olajuwon is a little boy? Yeah. <laughs> so he's trying to help Akeem Olajuwon. Hakeem Elijah The half. dream. Hakeem Olajuwon. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, so he's he's performing heart surgery, and, and it becomes this crazy thing where he keeps trying to, like... At this point, I think he's... Learned. You can't tell people I don't know what I'm doing because he has to convince people. Yes, he knows what he's doing. So it comes this down ain't his to first leap. the old. Yeah, this is ain't his first leapio. Uh, <laughs> the only way he can get out of this body he's in is to perform a successful heart surgery. So this episode's about. Hitting the books. Oh. It is montage after montage. Pages turning. Push it to the Hardbacks <laughs> closing. <laughs> tables of contents being read and organized. Many Ooh. trips to the butcher shop. Yes. Wow. Yeah, and he's just cutting up. <laughs> yeah. Pig hey, before after you get all that pig. Meat, can I get that heart and then put it back in and take it out? And then try to make that piggy come back to life? He's not dead though, right? Oh, no. Uh, and it ends with he saves the person... But it turns out they were a terrorist. <laughs> yes! Wow. What a twist! So I would love, love, there were no terrorists before 9 11, bro. <laughs> the scene I would love to see is like when he did the pilot thing, he had those shaky hands. The pilot. I would love to see that near and open. Like, and he's like, whoa! He's like, whoa. Yeah, that, that's the first commercial break of every episode. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Shaky handing in front of a thing. Yes, that's the new qualification. Oh, yeah. boy heart. <laughs> oh, a boy's heart. All right, Billy, you want to take a tra- uh, crack at it? At uh, this one or a different one? At a different one. Yeah, 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 yeah. You want to try to try to do better than that? <laughs> um, season three, you're on, Billy, and you have episodes one through 22. Uh, let's do eight. Episode eight. Ooh, this is a fun one. Uh, this is an episode that was set May 9th, 1974. Okay. And it's called The Great Spontini. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping it was going to be called uh, My Dad Died. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, sorry. I nice hoping, kid. <laughs> personal. 
Uh, <laughs> well, now it is. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, okay. Before we get to that, first before, Sam. Before before we get to that, so my father has passed away. One of my kids the other day, like oh, no. we were doing something um, kind of weird. Like we were like like play, we, we were, were doing play. something kind of weird. We were trying to quantum leap into another body. Me and like a bunch of my kids were like doing a bit or something, and I was like, oh yeah. And then my mom's dead, and one of my kids turned to me. Looked me in the face, one of my best kids, she's vice president, and she went, wrong parent. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's so bad. You okay. couldn't see Cody's face, but it was such a, like, idiot. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Wrong parent, jackass. It was just such a dig. Okay, so, Billy. 1974, May 8th, the great Spontini. Okay, so, another successful quantum leap i can't say it was a it was a pretty hairy getaway like what do you what do you call the quantum leap is when you go into the body and the quantum escape i guess sure be yes becomes yeah. itself. so a hairy quantum escape a great quantum leap into the great spontini mm-hmm. <laughs> and in case you didn't know the great spontini was actually based on a real uh character he was an italian man known for his penchant for um Creative pasta. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. He creates new pastas that have very uh, wide and far-reaching effects, and like besides just eating them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what are some of the effects? And he's actually yeah, employed by Italy's uh, war Italy? ministry. Oh. Yeah, oh. he's making pasta in Italy. He's spontaneous. He's a spontaneous teeny man. Yeah. And oh, he's um, small. No, but he makes oh. a lot of uh, gubarotini. That's a really good pasta. Yeah. Oh. Spetzeltini. Oh, well, that's a German Italian. Yeah, pasta. yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, he's made a submarine out of pasta, and as long as submarine it's not boiling water, a teeny submarine. Well. Yeah. yeah, as long as it's in cold water, it's just fine. Yeah, uh, he made the first heart stint out of pasta. So, so what's just, Sam? Well, it's just like a marinara, it's the blood. So, so what is Sam? Um, so what's Sam gonna do when he gets there? Well, here's the thing: is like he goes into the great Spontini, and um, basically it's at a time where Italy is having a pasta shortage, and the great Spontini he oh, goes no. to like he goes to the parliament. In Italy, he's like, look, normally I make pasta that kills people, but I need to make pasta that saves people's lives. And much like and an everlasting gobstopper in Willy Wonka, he has to make a self-replicating piece of pasta that will save shit. Italy wow. from this food shortage. And what, again, what point this is, is he... another Hit the Books episode. This is a Hit the Books yeah. episode, alright? Also, also, what part does his hand shake? Yeah. <laughs> At what point does he get the shaky hands? The shaky hands? Yeah, what's what's that first commercial break? Uh, like, oh. <laughs> is it when so, jo- like, George Clinton yeah, of yeah. the Parliament is like, okay, make the pasta. <laughs> yeah, because he's just bow, bow. <laughs> No, basically his hands start uh, sputtering and it's like, okay. He somehow talks like his uh, his assistants into getting all the things for the pasta together. <laughs> he's so just holding like, noodles. To, no, no, no. He's like, you need, you need to put the flour on there, and then you need to crack the eggs like into the flour. Yeah. And then his hands start shaking before he has to mix it together. Oh, yeah. no I, I just want them shaking, but he, his hands are in the mixing bowl. Yeah, so he's shaking. <laughs> just shaking. Just shaking. The first shaking. successful <laughs> Yeah, his hands are shaking, and then one of his assistants lowers his hands slowly into the mixing then bowl. He goes, <laughs> makes perfect pasta. Yeah. And as <laughs> As he's doing, he goes, again. oh, boy, R.D. <laughs> <laughs> I love and then it. he quantum escapes. I, that yeah. Was a, yeah. All right, Cody, it's Ooh. your turn, my dude. We okay. don't even know how he quantum escapes yet. I don't. 
We're in season four. Season four. The year is 1991, slowly transitioning into 92. Okay. How many um, episodes am I Episodes around? 1 through 22. What you got, my 22. friend? 22. I'm going to ask for uh, number 17. All right. Bruce Willis classic. All right. Season four, episode 17. The year is 1982. The Ooh. day is January 27th. The okay. episode is Roberto! <laughs> Is that how it's called? Just Roberto with an exclamation mark. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Um, so it's the 80s. Disco is dying, except for a small group of... Ba- a banded, banded group of brothers in in uh, New York. Mm-hmm. And New York City, there's one disco club still open, and it's called Roberto's. Oh, and, man. And, um, the disco kid. That's right. And Sam um, warps, and the first thing he does is he warps in... And is he having sex? What? No, that bed's just banging because there's a big party downstairs. And everyone's going nuts and it's hopping and it's all the people that still love disco. And he goes downstairs. <laughs> fucks. And he goes downstairs and he's like looking at himself. And he walks downstairs and he looks out. And what does everybody say? Roberto! Because he's Roberto of Roberto. Oh my god. So and, much cocaine. And so and so he goes down, he sniffs a line of cocaine just to get in the spirit. You know, it's near the end. He's used to this now, waking up. He's not so crazy anymore. But as soon as he sniffs that cocaine, what happens? His hands start to shake. Oh, no. <laughs> he has to shake. Then someone asks, like, hey, Roberto, cut us one of your signature lines. Yeah, no, he, well, no. He, <laughs> he, he, he goes, his hands start to shake, and everybody goes, look, Roberto made a new dance move. The handshake sweeps New York. Yeah. It sweeps the town. And so the Roberto handshake becomes so popular that people start thinking, hey, Roberto didn't have that many cool moves before. Maybe this guy's not Roberto. Billy and I neglected to mention him in the other two episodes. Where's Al in all this? Oh, Al pops up here and there. He's, yeah, he is, does is, a line. Is Al, yeah, is he, <laughs> yeah. He, does, he does a line and his head bumps into another head. It's Al and he's like winks at him and then continues. His <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah. Al, why am I here? This is a personal mission. Just bring back lots of code. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I need you to shove as many of these balloons in your ass as you can. I Wait, you a not Roberto's ass. ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, take this quant. He opens a quant forever door. Leap. He, opens, he opens a forever door. There's an ass sticking out. He's like, "Quick, shove as much as you can in here." Yeah. Anyway, this is Gizmo's ass, or what's his name? Zoom Zoom. What's the robot's name? Roberto. Uh. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Sam as Roberto has to keep the failing disco club Ziggy, alive. That's the robot. Name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sam as Roberto has to keep the fledgling uh, disco club alive with his new move, the handshake. <laughs> the handshake, and also he hits the books. <laughs> yeah, he, he has to learn how to know less dances. So he yeah. hits the books, my dude. Well, also, he, no, he just punches bookies in the face. Oh. <laughs> he hits the book. No, the books is the name of the disco band that plays yeah. in his. Plot. Guys, we are coming up on uh, the completion of our journey, which is getting into our finale. Yes, Guys, yes. Um, we're coming up on our finale. Uh, the finale takes place in 90, that comes out in 93. Guys, our pilot was in 89. We are um, hitting, a, it is a episode called Mirror Image. Um, it's August 8th, 1953. Mirror Image? Mirror image. So, guys, we're getting two 1950s episodes. I feel a little robbed of some other great decades. Yeah. Well, now is this going to be some sort of full circle, then? Maybe. <gasps> Dude, uh, how fucking stoked would you be if the first thing is he wakes up in that bed again? I would fucking die. This oh, I, I would shoot my entire nut. The whole nut I've saved all year. Wait. Yeah. 
And how crazy would it be if Peg's next to him, and even... And she's double pregnant! Yeah, yes. she's still pregnant, and she's like, and still her tits are pregnant! <laughs> and then she gets hit by a bus. No! no! And they live on a bus. <laughs> They're living on a bus. Uh, yeah, no, mirror image, so, so a big so thing a in the big, show is, like, the, the first thing he does, he looks in the mirror, he's like, oh, I'm this guy. Um, what if he goes back into Hitler's body and he looks in the mirror and it's just his face? What if he goes Whoa. into Jake and Amir's body and it's Amir <laughs> image? <laughs> <laughs> what if he looks into the mirror and he is a mirror and it's just an infinite mirror? And we, I'm freaking out, man. Um, what if that is the whole episode is him just freaking out, looking at a mirror through a mirror? Like, he's never done that. <laughs> what if we just don't? Watch it, and we you just don't? write our own. I fan don't think you fucking understand how a goddamn show! We shrink fringes! Could you shrink it any smaller? No! No! Now listen. It shrinks down to longer than one episode of the show. It's an hour and a half long podcast. That's how it's smaller. <laughs> listen. I believe that we have a lot of unanswered questions from this first episode. Sure. I think the biggest one for me is why? Why are they sending him? Uh, do you think we'll get Ned? Do you think we'll get any kind of revelation about what his purpose is? I'm hoping it, it will his journey be complete. Will yeah? Will it be complete? Will he stop will it ever leaping? be completed? Um, I think that this mirror image. He's gonna look in the mirror and see himself. What if he becomes his fucking dad? Whoa! Shit! Because that would yeah. be like a mirror, a mirror image. He looks in the mirror. He sees him. What if he becomes himself because as he's a kid? Oh, oh no! And he has to live out those forty god awful years. <laughs> he just has to reown. Oh, no. You know what I really hope is that from each episode he gains like new powers and new knowledge. So that he's by like the Mega last Man. episode he's like a superhero. They're like, yeah. you have to he's fly this like, plane while also yeah. dancing and also killing JFK. Yeah. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give this plane heart surgery before shooting our president. I, I, I just like as I scroll through the episodes, there is an episode called Lee Harvey. Oh Oswald. no shit! There's an That's fucking cool. Lee Harvey Oswald. This show. Can I say before we limitless jump potential? So much, yeah. They they just get to write a completely new story with new characters every episode. I looked online. And if that's not cool. Then please, someone tell me what's cool. I looked <laughs> online. I looked online at the cast, and the cast list had nine hundred and ninety-seven separate actors. All of them B-list. <laughs> All of them B-list. But still, except for Scott why, Can you imagine that this show in four years employed nine hundred ninety-seven people? Yeah, that's you want to create jobs, Trump? Why don't you do a Quantum Leap again? Do a, re, reboot Quantum Leap, hashtag. Yeah, Reba Quantum Leap. Wait. <laughs> Wait, that's our next one. Is there a Reba Reboot? <laughs> Reba Reboot? Reba Reboot? Reba Reboot? Um, listen. I got a rebuttal on this Reba Reboot. <laughs> guys, we have our things. Maybe it's his dad, maybe it's him. Uh, my question, too, is... I remember, like, for, as, like, an ad for this or somebody talking about... Somebody was like, and he keeps wondering, when's the next leap home? Does he never go back to the future and then get leaped again, or does he keep leaping from place to place till they can get him back to his? I, I think the whole series they're leaping him till he can get home, and I'm Shit. assuming this is maybe like this the is closest. him getting home. But what if they don't believe he is he? <laughs> What if they think that Mikey <laughs> leaped him? Oh, oh shit! What if Mikey? What if when into Mikey a fish? got hit by the bus, he became the bus? What? Uh, and the bus is now Mikey. Whoa! Fuck. And he's magic. Guy, and doesn't go, Scott back doesn't up. go to school what though. If, what if Scott's that baby inside a peg? Holy and shit! <laughs> the great San Mikey. <laughs> Guys, we are going to watch the. Guys, the possibilities uh, are endless, but we've oh, listed yeah, so every one of them just now. <laughs> before we go, what do you think Sam's last name is? Oh, uh, Eric. Uh, I did. I think I saw it on. Oh. Maybe I think it's something like called well. It's Bacula. It's not Sung. 
<laughs> Guys, we're gonna get moving along uh, to season lie. five, episode twenty-two, the series finale of Quantum Leap. It aired May fifth, nineteen ninety-three. It's called Mirror Image, August eighth, nineteen fifty-three. If you want to play along, it is on Hulu, and uh, we will see you when we come back. Bye, baby. Leap you later. <laughs> And we are back to Honey, I Shrunk the Bench, my friends. Man, that's back. usually my job, but I can't Your do it. Your fucking right now. jaw is hanging down; it's sliding against the yeah. floor, my friend. I think we're all kind of surprised at the power of Quantum Leap. That episode. Let's okay. Before we we get need any a deeper. we need a word that is the reverse of the binge drum. Yeah, because guys, I am so happy right now. I am so watching episode one, part two. Oh, I am oh so, yeah. I am so fulfilled. I am so elated with like how good this fucking show is. That that episode was holy. We stopped moly. and paused it several times, which is something we do in other finales. Yes. We're like, oh, I need to get more information because we're like digging for something to like take. Yes. I rewinded a couple times because I genuinely wanted to hear every line of this episode. Me too. Because I was like <laughs> enthralled. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing about it is, like, it definitely ended when they wanted it to, and they, like, tied, like, it was just, like, a nice, it wasn't like, this has gone on too long, we have to put it down, or, Huge. like, we're gonna get cancelled. It was kind of, like, rewarding finale. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure if you had seen all the episodes for, yeah, for, referenced. For so we didn't see we all didn't the episodes. We did so And I feel, awesome. like, I feel like I've just been given, like, the greatest gift. Like, thank you so much for doing that I for know. me. Like God. So so let's talk about we talk about tropes and stuff in uh finales and one of the fin- like worst finale tropes is a clip show. Yes. And this episode employed the clip show Had trope some clip stuff in, in, in it in the best, best way, way possible. Could. Oh, so amazing. By, by fucking with your head. So so let's talk about the concept of the episode cuz I don't really want to go beat for beat. No, I, I think if we go beat for beat, we're just going to be no. Like so here's the overall. And I've already nutted my ears. No, out. and that's true. So here's <laughs> here's the overall thing. It starts off. Sam is this com- competent leaper. Now he is like confident, competent. He knows what he's doing. He leaps in. Basically, he leaps into a bar. The bartender's kind of weird. He looks oh. in the mirror and he's like, "Who am I this time?" And he's him. And it's his birthday. Literally the day of he, his. Birth. Yeah, he gets a newspaper and he's like, "I was born at twelve forty-five." So by, holy shit, I was born 20 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. The second I walked through this door. Yeah, so he understands that, like, okay, but what's happening? Because he looks like an old man. He doesn't look like a baby. Um, he looks like a normal he, he dude. He looks like he. And he gets to see himself for the first time. And it's a really nicely emotional little scene of, like, a man who has never seen himself in a yeah, year. Yeah, like, my hair's crying. It's like, shit, I guess. But he's, like, smiling. And it's, like, really fucking, like, emotional and well done. I had, like... I was welling up at the end. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Like, it, it was had, <laughs> it was strangely emotional for a, a character I do not know very well. <laughs> you, you know so little about. Yeah. You don't even know the end of his first journey. No, and yeah. you were like that emotionally invested, and in I it. was very emotionally invested. Basically, he's the the whole thing is he's in. And here's my so, so I could tell you beat for beat what happened, but you wouldn't know what happened. So here's right. the thing: he is in a mining town. A mine explosion happens, and he helps save a couple of dudes. That's that's a general overview. Sure, but will you recognize the faces yeah. of some of these dudes? But all the dudes tie into past episodes. All the dudes he saved either have a name of a person he knows, or they have the face and the body of a person that he has saved in a different episode. Which really confuses at the front because the bartender's name is Al. Yes. A actor who played a different character in the first who episode. Who played Crazy Ernie in the yeah, first yeah, episode. But- 
I wonder. He's got to be in other episodes. Oh, right? oh, absolutely. Like, they, they, I, I, I feel, I feel like there's the same like episodes. ensemble cast that like jumps around different roles, which maybe is one of my favorite things ever. Is when actors play multiple roles. Yeah, and I dope. think having that like weekly thing of like those everyone was such a good actor. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, no, it was really well. Yeah. So basically. Um, you wrote down my leap had taken a quantum twist. Okay, which is one of my there was a lot of good parts of this episode, but at one point there's a voiceover narration, which he does him. That's yeah. a thing that happens. Yeah. We, I think we can all agree voiceover narration is cheap. It sucks. Yeah. Uh, and it was a voiceover narration opening up from a commercial break, and he's like, "My leap had taken a quantum twist," and Cody and I both went. <laughs> so, so basically, he's trying to figure out what's happening. All these people have similar names. People who knows all these people look similar, and then we find out that the bartender um, is in on it all. And he's like, "Do you want to know why you're here?" Sam? Oh, everyone's just like, "Yeah, he's the one who nicknames us all. The guy's great at it. Yeah. Al's great." Yeah, and so like Al, Al the bartender is like, "Do you want to know why you're here?" Meanwhile, we get our first look into the future world, and it is the future we were wrong. It, it is, is, yeah, like the stunning future of 1998. Yeah. Uh, 97, because it expired in 98. Um, uh, his license expired in 98. So yeah, his hologram 3D license. Yeah. <laughs> New Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, uh, we see the future world where it's Al, his Al, the actual real Al, and... Not the um, weird one. And Goshi, what's his name? Gushy. Gushy. Yeah. Al and Gushy are um, trying to find him. So basically, the whole episode is him trying to figure out what the fuck's going on um, because it's all weird. And I guess spoilers, but like, I mean, that's our, our show. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> basically, he finds out that this is the guy who's kind of been sending him around. Yeah, who's been leaping and there. Into it might be God. It might be God. Yeah. Because yeah. the whole episode feels like purgatory. Yes, yeah. Like, very much purgatory. It very, like, yeah, it's. Where it's pe- people walk in and out, disappear, yeah. appear. They... And there'll just be like these really weird effects. Like, there's one point. They're all, like, coal miners, and so they have this, like, really weird face makeup. Some of it looks like coal mining, some of it looks like orcs from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. 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 Oh, but there's, like, one part, there's, like, one part where Sam is looking in the mirror in the bar, like, after he already knows himself. It's, like, later on in the story, but his face looks green, and yeah, I really thought weird. he was just dead. Yeah. Like, I yeah. thought, like, he had leapt once too many times. He was or, just, like, molding I thought over. it was going to be one of those weird <laughs> endings where it's, like, He's in a coma, and like all this stuff is swirling into his brain, and this is like before he dies. So, so, so basically, they say um, he's talking with the bartender, and the bartender says, "Like you've been leaping around so much, has there been a leap that you think you did something wrong?" And he goes, "Well, Al, my Al, had a wife." Who still thinks he's and, and dead? In, yeah, in each of these like clip show flashbacks, they show like a black and white version of the old yes. episode, which did a very good job. It's like they yeah. wrote it for us, yeah, uh, where we could like easily follow along with the storyline, exactly. which I think that's a good yeah. finale. Is like it's calling back to these things that people who are huge fans are going to remember, but for us, the casual casual watcher, uh-huh. we're still able to follow yeah. along, and understand yeah. that moment, and understand what's going on. Yeah, well, and, and so yeah, uh-huh. I was just going to say because the show, every episode is kind of its own vignette so to speak yeah, because you go yeah. to different characters sure, yeah, 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 yeah. like I, I don't think it was ever intended to watch like from beginning to end like something like Breaking Bad is right, right. of course I think, yeah. I, I think but it's I think one of those it's shows where they give like just enough of the characters like that that was what I thought was really interesting about Al was like oh he's this weird guy and he's still this weird guy but maybe he's weird because his wife left him but that was like yeah. before he talked to Sam so here's, in the first episode. Here's what I think happened. Some weird futuristic stuff happened where Al 
was presumed dead, but actually is a part of this military. Yeah, he, he's in the government. Thing. He disappeared, and he yeah. disappeared. And so one time, Sam must have time traveled back, and this makes no sense to the listener. Um, one time, <laughs> Sam must have t- time traveled back to a time with his wife and not told the wife that um, Al was still alive because he had. Because we find out yeah, that the see, reason see, time, see, Sam time, we, the, we realize the reason Sam time travels is to right a wrong. He always writes something. Yeah, of wrong. and and I think it's it's that dude who's Al the bartender. Tells him in each reality, he's the one who's like, "Hey, you got to do this before you get." Leaked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like that's that's the conversation they kind of shared. That's like, oh, yeah, that yeah, must yeah. be every episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but imagine you this: that Sam goes back and leaps into uh, Al's body, and in Al's body, Al, who works for the government in a special sector, gets an alert that someone is trapped in time, and that's his problem to deal with. So he has to disappear. So maybe it's Sam's fault in the first place. Because he traveled in time, oh, that Al had to be fuck, taken away yeah. is from that his true? life. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Man. I don't know if that's real, but that's like my favorite. Ned, you did it. say. So I said I started... had some information to share. It's because when we were looking for the tagline for the show, I accidentally pressed trivia because I wasn't wearing my glasses and I saw some trivia. Uh, and the and first you read thing. It without your glasses. And I did not read the entire thing. All I read was alternate ending for, for final episode mirrors reflection or whatever it's called. Yeah. So, so there is an alternate ending to this, which gets me. So wet, uh, oh and I God. do not know what it is. Oh oh I don't know if we God. want to look at it while we're doing the podcast. I don't know if we're all going to start crying. <laughs> okay, so because all of us are like a little tender right here, now. Here's why we're tender. Basically, the ending is him saying, "I can't go home, can I?" And he goes, "Don't you think you might have another thing to do?" And he goes, "I do." He time travels back. He goes to Al's wife. He sits her down. You keep calling it traveling. It's leaping. He's leaped. He leaps to Al's wife. He sits her down in this very well-acted, tender moment and tells her that Al's still alive. And she starts to cry, and I literally almost started crying. It is, like, this very well thing. And suddenly it cuts to black. It's the last thing. It says, she never remarried. She married Al. They had four daughters. And then the last thing it says, before it cuts to a picture of Al and, and fucking Sam, is... Sam Beckett never returned home. Damn. And he then Sir never... like Edward Sharpen is like, let me go home. Oh, <laughs> home is wherever and I'm with Al. And then Al and <laughs> Sam got married, and it was an orchestra <laughs> version of that song. Yeah. No oh, one puked. Al. <laughs> let me see. Al. Oh my God. So no, I mean, it was it was really good, and was, I'm super curious what that, that alt ending is. I want to see what that alt ending I'll, is. I'll look too. at that alt ending. You guys keep talking. Like, Billy, as your first binge you know, shrink of all time, I'm guessing you've never done this by yourself. Um, uh, what, what do you think? How do you have the experience work for you? Especially for a show as dense and rich as this. I was, I was very surprised with just how much was there to intrigue me and how much wasn't there to intrigue me you got lucky friend yeah I will say this is the best yeah. show we have ever watched and Billy like you were saying like tell us about the process of selecting this we flipped a coin we flipped a coin between it was either this, this or Stargate SG-1 and I really wanted to do Stargate because we we so when we did this, we had to check first of all that the real first and real last episodes were on Hulu. That's that's part and of make the sure that neither the first or last episode was one of those hour and a half episodes. Yeah, it's a little too long. And 
you scrolled down to the last episode of SG One, and we just saw this picture of this alien that looked like he had a penis head, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that really. But like, I flipped a coin. <laughs> I, I guess what I thought Quantum Leap. Here's why I was like, here's why I was going towards Quantum Leap. Exactly. I knew Stargate SG One wasn't going to be great, but I was like, Quantum Leap. That seems kind of silly. Yeah. And then, like, the first we were kind of watching at the beginning, I'm like, oh, this is kind of silly. But, and like, then good. as it keeps going, you're like, oh, wh- what? Like, yeah. they actually, like, thought about this a lot. And the more you see, like, from the beginning, from the intro and the episode, you're like, oh, wow, it seems like, I don't know how, how ham-fisted it would be in the 90s. Yeah. But it seemed like they were trying to, like, tackle these different issues. Yeah. Of, like... With this time travel uh, show. Being... Like, different or you know discriminate against or yeah it's like all this different stuff where you're like they dealt with a kid with down syndrome they dealt with like i think at one point he's a black man like yeah they, they, I, I don't think seeing how they handled this on the show i don't think it was handled in a really weird way are you ready do you have it wait what was up sorry i, do I you just have heard you guys answer? talking and i wanted to oh there's in. one observation i had i had one really quick observation my favorite thing was uh in how much of an alcoholic he's become because in the first episode like Peg is like oh you had like one or two he beers drink. Yeah. and then in the last episode he had three, three beers, beers. <laughs> like this shit has taken me on a roller coaster uh, no, I'm, I'm, so I'm scrolling through this trivia I'm trying, having trouble finding that switch thing it's probably at the end for the spoilers but it's like Sam leapt into this many teenage girls, this many non-white people this many wow. it was like oh, they, they took some like some Big jumps and some leaps um so the thing at the end where they're talking about the finale, I'm not going to go too into the depth with it, but they didn't know whether they, they were getting canceled or not. Uh-huh. So it got re-edited into a finale near the end of it, but they wrote it, and they also filmed two separate endings and had four written. And I'm not going to go into detail about those. We can all do it ourselves and text each other tomorrow in a very cute text message. That would be a very uh, cute But text. it seems like there's a lot more research to be had, and I will probably do it. I seriously will. Because I am very yeah. Guys, in the show. I get to the ratings, my friend. friend. Please get to our ratings. Um, Billy, we like to give our own personalized ratings on this. It's not from any kind of number scale. It's based on our oh, own sure. personal We all have our signature we trophies give we give. Um, uh, Ned, if you would like to please give us your rating. Okay, well... You know what I say, Quantum if you got him. And my friends, we got him. We got, we got every single damn episode. Maybe not every ending to the final episode, but every single episode on Hulu. And guys, I think I might fucking binge this show. No, I really might. I'm this feeling it. And if not, yeah. binge it. It's definitely going to be a hardcore background show where I quantum oh, yeah. leap between episodes. We're because definitely going to be watching some episodes. Yeah, I know this show is like something I can jump between. If you watch three episodes and I jump in on the next one, I'll still be able to follow it. I'll still be able to enjoy it. The show is good for people who want to binge it and for people who want to jump into it alike. So what's your what's your award you're giving? Huh? What award are you giving? I said Quantum if you got him. Quantum if you got an award. Thank you. Um, Billy, would you like to give out your award for this show and tell us if you would say we should binge it or should not? I thought you were going to go next, so I don't have like a fun... I will go next. I don't have a fun pun. I don't think you should leap to exclusions. And exclude this from your binging list, You were guys, worried about not having should. a good one. <laughs> <laughs> guys, don't exclude this. Binge this show. This is a, I have, to be completely honest, I have never watched a third episode of any show we've done so far. I have never took the plunge and oh, watched, I watched it. Hercules. I know you, I know you have. <laughs> and I never have done that. And I honestly don't think I'm going to make it through the end of the week without watching the end of part one. Whoa! Uh, I, I need to see it. So... Uh, having, quantum geek. having said that, I am a quantum geek for this show, and don't leap to exclusions. Watch the show. 
Billy. Billy, what do you rate it? What's your award? I'm going to say Don't Quantum Sleep. Ooh. On this great show, I'm sorry I keep confusing Scott Bakula with Dracula. It's okay. <laughs> and... Um, as long as you don't confuse him with Napula. Yeah. The only Z's I want to see are from Ziggy. Yeah. I, was so I, good. I, was I actually think it might be better. Just for the point of intrigue. Yeah. To watch part one of the first of the pilot and then watch the last episode. <laughs> yeah. I can't think of like a better way to prime yourself for this show. Yeah. Because like I said, it's just like a spider web where like the information that's there is just like these little silk lines, but there's so much you can kind of see behind the web that you're like, wait, what? Everything's kind of coming into focus, yeah, but you kind of yeah. don't get it. Oh, but I imagine and there's so much more to it if you've watched the entire show. Like oh, smaller yeah. things that you're just like, blah! I, 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 I was thinking, like, I haven't even seen that episode with his wife, and I'm sure if I had, I'd been like, oh my god, I remember, like, yeah, the yeah. heartbreak. Oh my god, guys, that's gonna do it uh, here for us at Honey, I Shrunk the Binge. Billy Trim, thank you for being such a great guest. Thank you guest. for yeah. having me of on course. the show. I hope you I'm had so yourself excited. a fun little time. Oh, I had a great little time. Oh my it gosh. was a big time. Me, my, what a time. What a time to be alive. Uh, we are coming back at you. Uh, we have two more episodes coming out after this in the can. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are so excited to uh, keep on doing this journey. Uh, Ned, any plugs? Uh, things to plug right now. Uh, check out Swimwear Department. Check out Total Nightmare. Check out... Um, the Stacks is a new episode hey! for, for, for the first time in a while. Uh, and go check out whatever. You just find me on Instagram, at Net of the Dead. Nice. Billy, any plugs? This. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> so if you're already here, uh, thanks. Um, follow me at CD-E on Twitter, uh, at Cody Dale, uh 323 on Instagram. And um, please, please take a uh, listen to some of our friends' podcasts, a relationship, of, co- of course, uh, John Wayne Lied to You mm-hmm, is a really mm-hmm. great podcast uh, you listen to. Um, I was on a episode of... I've been on episodes of Stacks. Let's compare notes. Oh, oh, oh uh, I just I've been did, on the Stacks. I just yeah. did Regular Dude Report. Hey, Yeah, they're not on Mockingbird, but check them out. Check that out. Also, if you would, guys, uh, we were still going from uh, 6 to 60. Oh, from 6 to 60. Hashtag from 6 to 60. Guys, we are hot on the trail, the campaign trail, to get 6 to 60 reviews. We have 6. Right now, we're trying to get 60. We actually have 7. Once once again, thanks to Josh Higgins for that fantastic Thanks, Josh review. Higgins. We still we appreciate you. We sang you a song you. last time. We're not going to do it twice. Oh, but. shouts out to Brown Bear. I know you're listening. Hey, Hell Brown yeah. Bear. What's we up, Michael? You. We love you, Michael. Um, Brown Bear. Uh, please, please, please uh, rate and review us on iTunes. We would really love that. Uh, we have a nice Asian market right now that we're really excited for. Yeah. Um, and also, if you want to uh, leave us a uh, suggestion, yeah, of course, for, you can call us for a uh, podcast we should do, or maybe tell us you want to be a guest on a podcast that you have expertise on. You can call us at our very, very special number. Shit, I'm so um, close to getting it. That, I'm sorry, it's looking up right now. Um, I, I know it, and, and I know it's God, wrong, it's and I feel like if so I say good. it, it's just going to be wrong. But, but I feel like it's I a great number, and the number is it, that number is nine zero three five zero binge nine zero three five zero binge. Once again, one more time at the same time nine zero three five zero binge. Oh my gosh, guys, we love you. Thank you so much for helping us out, and we'll see you later, Dingus Toys. Binge you later. Mocking Bird Network.